Welcome to Backseat Confessions Podcast. Slide into the backseat as we listen to mostly anonymous strangers tell us stories from their lives. I'm a rideshare driver in Atlanta, and the people getting in my car have absolutely no idea I'm going to ask them to share. My commitment to you is to tell at least a snippet of virtually every story recorded in my car in the order they were told to me. My hope is that you laugh, cringe, cry, but mostly connect to these amazing people. You may find a piece of your own story or just feel more connected to the rest of us. Join us, won't you? So, hey, my new friend, this is an adult podcast. Themes and languages are Definitely not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys. I'm so glad uh, to have you along today, and I think you're going to enjoy this particular episode. Just some really great stories, and a few laughs sprinkled in there too, which is always a big plus for me. I love to laugh, and I love humor. I I just believe that as humans, we're made to have laughter help actually heal us. So come aboard today as we cruise the Atlanta streets with some pretty great company. Our first writer today tells one of those stories that once I heard it, it really stuck with me. It is in some ways a quintessential Atlanta story from an up-and-coming rapper. And uh, quick pro tip for all you players out there, don't, and I repeat, do not hook up with a gangster sister. It won't end well for you. Story number 87. Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020, 2.43 a.m. This is gonna be a funny story. Uh, I'm gonna talk about with me and my boy Shakur. Okay. Uh, uh, we had uh, got caught fucking these twins. Oh my gosh! And their brother was like one of the biggest. Uh, how can I say? I would say drugs or gangsters on the west side of Atlanta. Wow. And we got caught. We was six, I was 17. He was 17. Oh. And they was uh yeah they was our age too. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was. I remember it was a Friday night. We came from a high school dance. Okay. Um, um, the twins. Um, they was like, I had just performed. I won a talent show that day too. So nice. You know, I was pretty popular at school. I, uh-huh. I went to an all boys school. They went to the all girls school. So they used to, we used to all collab around. Yep. And um, it was like, what y'all doing after? My brother and my mom, and then my mom work overnight, and my brother he's at the movies with his girlfriend, and they going to the club after. Right. So. 
I looked at my boy and I was like, "Did you hear what they just said?" <laughs> so yeah, so we got my we got this old old um this old how can I say homeless man? Okay, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm from, they call them crackheads or whatever. But yeah. they're not not all of them crackheads. I don't know what he did. You know, I don't want to judge nobody. What? Yes, sir. We used to trick him. Uh, we used to pay him to get us a little. A little liquor. Yes, sir. Yep. Even though we couldn't take it that much as kids. You know right. what I'm saying? But we just used to do it because we knew, like, that was the girls. Like, oh, my God. They got liquor. They cool, you know? <laughs> right. So we did that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we got drunk and stuff. We would listen to, um, at the time, at the time, the hottest artist at that time had to be, like, Drake, I think. Yeah. Oh, Even yeah. Even though he still is. But at that time, we listened to a lot of Drake. And if you're from Atlanta, you know who Schooly is or whatever. And... <laughs> We were actually switching, if you get what I mean. Oh, like it was taking it turns. Was, it was it, it wow. was crazy. It that was crazy. crazy. So I always been a handsome big nigga myself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a big guy myself. Yes, so, sir. Um So I was doing my thing and he was doing his thing. We all in the same room. So this is like wow. going down. It, like, it's going down. So in my head I'm like, yo, this cannot be real. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, <laughs> hey, okay, cool. Right. And I heard the door downstairs open, Uh-oh. and I said something to the girl. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo," and she was like, "Nah, hell no, nah, 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 nah." So we playing music. I'm like, "So I, we're literally in there for another ten minutes, and we're doing our thing, you know?" Yep, yep. But I'm like, I keep hearing something. Oh. And like, no, that's our dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm. Th- now those- their house is three stories high. Okay, okay. All right. Yep. Three yep. stories. Yes. So the twins lived on the top room. I mean, they're on the second floor, and, they, and their brother lived on the top floor. And so he had literally had, was gonna have to pass by your floor to get yes. there. Yes. Oh no. So I'm going. So I, I, me and him decided to go real hard. So they kind of screaming a little bit, not screaming, but you know, you get, everybody's enjoying themselves. You know what I'm saying? Everybody having a good time, I guess. Yep. I just heard. What the fuck? Oh. And I was like, then I was like, all right. So their brother, his name D. Okay. It's a, it's a lot of D's in the world. Yep, that's that, all I'm gonna say. His no, name. No, no, no. Don't. That's not. And um, he was one of the biggest gangsters in Atlanta at the time on the oh. west side. He really was like terrifying, you know. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Not being a punk myself, but I knew the situation we was in. Yes, sir. And man. I didn't even get to put on my pants. Are you we serious? We had to jump off the second floor. No. And he shot at us going down Donnelly no, Hollowell. No, 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 For like 30 minutes, we ran it. I'm talking about me and him. I only had a t-shirt and my boxers and my socks on. Oh, I'm running down Bankhead. And he's shooting at us. No. He's trying to get us or whatever, right? No. And what's insane wow. about it is, it's like... He knew who we were, so it was so just wasn't like, like you were gonna be disappearing like we can into the get woods. Away for the night, but yeah. we got an answer to this shit in the morning. Oh so we got away. We ended up cutting through some cuts called um, Overlook Atlanta. Yes, and we went to the um, we went to one of our friend house. Man, his mom gave us shorts and stuff, oh and we was God. like completely naked. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow! So I was like, all right, cool. So we go home or whatever. Uh. I actually, we actually didn't have to handle him until later on in life. Okay. Um, I'm now 23 years old. Yes, sir. And I seen him for the first time again when I was 20 years old. I was like a sophomore in college. Yeah. And I came home for like spring break. Yep. And he seen me, and I haven't seen this guy since I was 17. Wow. He had got locked up, I heard, right after, you know, you know, oh. something happened or whatever. Yep. And he seen me. 
And I, I literally, I'm a grown man. I'm going to kick his ass. But yeah. I know what he's about. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just put his arm out and gave me down like, what's up, young blood? I was like, oh, my God. A, <laughs> hey, that's a crazy story, man. I, that, that, I know, it's only a couple people know that story. Like, it was hilarious. That is hilarious and terrifying all at the same time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, thank you so much for sharing tonight, Mr. W. Hey, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. My pleasure. All right. I mean, this is something out of a crazy movie. You're having some steamy sex with a hottie in the same room as your bro, and then smash cut to your jumping out of a three-story house and running for your life while a known gangster unloads his weapon in your direction. These are the moments when you just have to remind yourself, think with the big head, not the little one, my man. Our next writer shares a creepier kind of story. No one enjoys when things go bump in the night. Story number 88. Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020, 4.03 a.m. So, it's kind of like, it was scary to me. Okay. But, um... It was me and my sister in a room. Okay. And then we were just laying there listening to music. And next thing you know, we hear like, okay, because our grandpa stays with us first. And he was out in Alabama because he does movies and stuff. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And so then we heard like the garage door open. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. We were scared because I remember locking it when I came in. So, no, we we heard like it was like a noise next to our door. So she got up and locked the door. Right. So then, next thing you know, we're we're just like laying there, and then our music starts like it starts going off and on. <gasps> so then we look at each other, like she scoots up all up on me and stuff, right. and like tears just start falling from both of our eyes. Oh. So then we did. I don't know why, but all of a sudden we ended up going to sleep. Then we woke up. And our mom was like, were y'all messing with the door last night? And we were like, what are you talking about? She was like, oh, I was up at four and I heard like the garage door open. And then she was like, she was like, Papa's not home. So I was thinking it was y'all letting the dog out because the dog was in the backyard on on the porch. We have a porch in the backyard. Yeah. And then we were like, what do you mean he was in the backyard? He was in the garage when, like, like when I came in to lock the door. I was like, nobody was downstairs because Papa, Papa wasn't home. Yeah. So we, we were just, we were just all like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And then she had called her, her, um, her fiance and was like, um, wherever you at, you need to come home because <laughs> <laughs> there's something going on. So wow. like, ever since like me and Des- like me and my sister, yeah. <laughs> will walk. We'll walk like close to each other. When we're walking to our room, we will never go by ourselves. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh! So, did you? Was there ever? Um, was there ever any? I gotta hold this down a little bit. Um, but was there ever any uh, like thing like that that had happened before that night? Um, <laughs> it's it's a. I mean, maybe. 
I just probably can't think about it right now. Yeah. But like another thing, like the same that night, like my door, my grandpa's door, it right. makes like a noise. Like yeah. it'll make a loud boom when you open and close it. My mom kept saying she heard it. Yeah. So we were like, no, we were asleep. We were asleep. And we, but we thought like, we thought it was just a dog in the garage. Right. So we just went to sleep. And then we forgot that we had the washing machine. The washing machine is like right next to, to the bathroom. Yeah. So we were like, okay, maybe it's just that. So that's what really made us just like forget about it and went to like go to sleep. Right. But then our mom woke up saying we were already messing with the door. So ever since we've been scared. Oh my gosh. And you said even the music in your yes. room was, was it turning on and off or was it yes. going up? Like it was going like it was like it was get staticky and then it'll stop and, it, and then it'll turn back on and then it'll be loud so we have to keep turning down so we just cut the music off we were scared right <laughs> that is weird you can feel the terror she must have felt when she said that her and her sister spontaneously started crying when all this was going down we get a fair amount of ghost stories from our riders, and they always make me feel some kind of way. How about you? Where do you land on the subject of the paranormal? Our next rider opens up a lot of interesting topics around relationships. Things like why we're with someone, cheating on a partner, and the sometimes unfair treatment that women get for doing the exact same thing that a man does. Story number 89. Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020, 7.23 p.m. Okay, so last year during this time around December break, yeah, Christmas break, I was hanging out with four different boys at the time. Okay. And one time it was the boy I was like the number one boy I was talking to, it was his birthday and we hung out. And then he we were at the movies and he was looking at my phone and he just started crying Ooh. because he just started crying out of nowhere and i was so surprised and then one of the boys walked up to us it was like a random guy that just came up to us yeah and it was the other guy i was talking to oh, so that's why he started crying because the guy had told him that we were seeing each other and i was basically cheating on them oh. and then was that was that actually true or is he yes okay, okay, it, it was true <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's a little hard to deny then yeah oh, man. i couldn't deny and it was both of them there and, and you didn't know that that both of them were going to be at the same place at the same no time. i went with him because it was his birthday and the other guy was there with some other friends and oh. like i had told him i was with my mom for her birthday oh snap yeah so i basically got caught up and then oh. They posted me on Snapchat saying, oh, like, she's a cheater. Don't trust these hoes and stuff. But they were never taking me serious either. So I don't understand why they were doing that. Yeah. So you felt like it was more like it was, they probably thought it was okay for them to do that. But not okay for you. Yeah. I was like, okay. But you were literally cheating on me too. Like, they had other girlfriends as well. And it was so weird because one of them started crying and the other one didn't care. But one of them started crying. And he been like, obsessed. He became obsessed. He literally 
blew my phone up with paragraphs. He texted my friends. Is this right here, by the way? Yes. Okay. He texted my friends asking why I would do that to him, that he didn't deserve none of that Aww. and stuff. But he was really ugly. Like, <laughs> he was really ugly, and he would never do anything for me. Like, Aww. nothing. So he was he was not good-looking and not a great boyfriend. Yeah, literally. He would never spend anything on me. I would pay most of the time. And it was just horrible. So why? So I have to ask you then, like, it, if you're not feeling attracted, and then he's not really doing the things that a good boyfriend does, like, why were you with him? I felt really bad. I felt really bad because he was a good person. Like, sure, he had good intentions and all that. And I thought he was gonna change. And I just felt really bad because he was going through a lot of family problems. And I don't want to be one of the reasons mm-hmm. that he was like more sad, since he was already like sad. So I was like, so classic, the classic, like, I'm gonna try to help her fix this guy yeah, yeah i need a project i try yeah. to help him but it just didn't work out so i was like yeah. okay i guess this is like is a time to tell you that i have been cheating i'm sorry <laughs> wow and so you actually let him know right then yeah. at the movie theater on his birthday i didn't <laughs> oh, i did not man. want to like i had already gotten caught up i yeah. didn't want it to keep going so i was like okay whatever i love that you came clean though because some people would like prolong it just keep lying yeah and then that just and then everybody already kind of knows but but yeah, the funny thing you. is that he was cheating on me, too. Like, he wasn't cheating right. on me, but he had girls that he would go out with, too. And right. I didn't find out till later, later on, when we had broke up. And he was like, I should have kept cheating on my ex. I was oh, like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's back to that whole double standard of where it's like, it's okay, quote, unquote, okay for guys to do it, but not, quote, unquote, okay for Literally. girls. And you're like, wait, come on, man. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I feel you. Well, thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> thank you for having me. This was really a good experience. I never experienced this. Yeah. It was it's, really good. Yeah, this this crazy little idea that popped in my head, but I'm like, you know, I get to hear some great stories and like, I always feel like they're, I would like to share, I would like for other people to share in it without putting anybody on blast. And so this is perfect because it's like, you're anonymous, but you can share something. And then like, you know, after exactly. you leave, we're probably not going to ever see each Ex- other again unless exactly. you randomly get in my car again. So anyways, <laughs> exactly. thank you so much. Thank you. Stories like this remind me That when I hear from someone on how horrible they were treated by their partner, that you just never know the whole story. Sometimes the monsters that someone's ex is made out to be is not nearly the monster that they really are. And at the end of the day, we're all human. We live, we make mistakes, we try. And hopefully, we get better along the way at doing this thing we call life. Our next rider took a trip to Thailand and very unexpectedly happened to meet up with a guy friend that was also visiting at the same time. So they decided to ride ATVs together through the countryside, as you do, I guess, when you're visiting Thailand. Anyways, their guide was supposed to stay on the paths and keep them in sight, but that didn't exactly happen. Story number 90. Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020, 11.57 p.m. And um, I didn't really have service out there, so I was a little nervous that I wasn't going to get back. But um, oh, he wow. did figure it out after a little while that 
like we weren't following him and uh, he came back and and helped me out but I did have a moment of feeling like okay I'm not getting out of this place like yeah I really don't want to drive around in the rice patties like not knowing my way around here yeah um, yeah for sure and get blown up by a landmine I think you've blown up by a landmine yeah Yeah. gosh So, so on balance was knowing what you know now of course that you were going to make it out alive was the kind of going off of the beaten path was it worth it or would you say nah man the stress was still it made it not worth it it was worth it oh that's it's cool. a good story it is a great story yeah live a great story is it was uh, fun it was beautiful too yeah that's amazing yeah it was really nice so oh, well, I would do it again. There you go. Five stars. <laughs> Highly recommended. Two thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> well, yeah. if I get the chance to do ATVs and we get to go off course, I'm going to remember you. Yeah. And uh, get a good cellular plan. Get a good cellular plan and YOLO. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much. You'll live. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, you too. Bye. It's funny how when we risk a little something on an adventure... And in the moment, we're stressed about it, that afterwards, those can become the moments we remember the most. Our next rider is just a bundle of infectious joy. I mean, her laugh made me really feel just good and want to smile and and laugh along with her and i also enjoyed hearing her delightful fantasy story number 91 monday december 28 2020 8 57 p.m so i'm going to talk about my dream or my fantasy Ooh, i like it okay <laughs> This could go many different ways. Okay, so um, before I got engaged for the third time. Okay, okay, God bless you. <laughs> and actually said yes. Okay, okay. Wait, hold on, hold on. How do you get engaged two times before and not say yes? I don't feel like that's a thing. Okay, well, I said yes, okay, but okay. then I didn't go through with it. Ooh, so you were like the runaway... Right, I'm the- almost like the... The Runaway Fiance. The Runaway Fiance. (laughs) That is a movie that needs to be made. Yes. I'm the Runaway Fiance. Okay. I love it. All right. Okay. So my third time getting engaged, I actually said yes. Okay. He proposed to me on the beach. Aw. But afterwards, I was so turned on, I actually wanted to have sex on the beach, but it didn't happen. It was so pitch black, I couldn't even see. Well, but that's kind of, like, important for not everybody seeing that you're having sex on the beach and then going to jail. Yeah, but I was scared that a crab or something was going to crawl or (laughs) a fish was going to come up on shore or something like that. I don't know. I just couldn't see. I was terrified. That's so funny. (laughs) So you chose safety over horny. Yes. And I really wanted horny, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I I love that. That was a a head-heart decision and the head won. Yes. Oh, God. So that's my fantasy. I'm going to do it one day. I, well, you absolutely need to. Yes. It's, uh, it's a wonderful thing that everybody needs to experience at least one. Yes, <laughs> right? most definitely. And it's one of those things, I will say, with all the sand and stuff, it's more fun than it is practical. That is true. But right? I'm wondering, does the sand 
eat up the butt crack? It does kind of. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like when when you're done, it's like okay, I probably won't do it again. But you have to do. There's certain things you, in life you need to like check that bucket list. Yes, right? right. So I'm with you. I'm with you. You go for it, girl. Especially now that you're with the man that you've said yes to. That's yes, fantastic. Yes, I most definitely would try that one day. All right. Well, I am. I am here for Miss Nikki. Thank you so much for your story. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. We have to give it up to the guy who finally not only got her to say yes for the third time, but actually got her to walk down the aisle. And I hope that the next time they're near the beach and the moment comes over her that she throws her sand in the crack and crab biting fear to the wind and just goes for the literal sex on the beach. Cause it's not just an adult beverage, ladies and gents. It can be the real thing. Our final rider for the night tackles some funny and tricky issues when it comes to dating in the modern world. People be sliding into other people's DMs, and it has this lovely lady in the Valley of Decision. Story number 92. Monday, December 28, 2020, 9.02 p.m. Okay, so I'm going to talk about a crush. I like it. And basically, this is an IG crush. It's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. This is an IG crush. So, well, he knows. I think that he kind of knows. He already knows that I kind of am crushing on him or whatever. So, right. we go back and forth in, like, the DM or whatever. Uh-huh. So, like, one day, I'm a hairstylist. Okay. okay. Right? Okay. So, one day, I um, end up doing this girl hair. And she was just, you know, so excited. As a hairstylist, sometimes we turn out to be counselors or oh whatever. Gosh, yes. So, you know, people always share their their stories and stuff with me. So she just starts telling me about this guy. She's just mad and, you know, well, not just mad. She's been dating him for a while, but they just reconnected or whatever. Okay. And she was just, you know, you know, really excited about this guy. So she shows me the picture and it's my crush. No. Oh my. Are you, are you, what are the freaking chances of that? That is so crazy. Cause it was so fun. It was crazy because I was going to tell her about my crush because I know her. This is a client that I've known like for a long time. I've known her like we've known each other from like high school. So I kind of think that she already knew that I was crushing on him. She might have seen something or maybe seen like us liking pictures, each other pictures and stuff. And but she, you know, so when she asked, she asked me when she showed me the picture, she was like, hey, so do you know him? I was like, uh, yeah, I know him, but I don't know him like that because I really don't know him. Yeah, yeah. But it was just. uh, Oh, crud. So like, what do we do now? Right. What well, do we do I don't know. Recently, he just started back, like, you know, sit, like commenting in my DMs okay, and stuff. Okay. So, right. I don't know. So, the door's potentially open a little bit. Potentially, but I don't want to step on no toes because it is my client. That's but true. Oh, yeah, not, that's true. You know, that's but right. she's not my friend, though. So <laughs> but she is a money source, right? Yeah, yeah, she right. is a money source. <laughs> that's right, right. right. She is. Yeah, we got to protect that so, customer base. Right. That's, that's, that's a Sophie's choice right there. Do we protect the customer 
space or do we connect with the IG hottie? Oof, oh, maybe they can, maybe we could get some feedback on that one. <laughs> yes! Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. All right. Well, as soon as this comes out, we'll have to uh, we'll have to ask for feedback. Which yes. what do we do? Love or money? That's I guess that's the question, isn't it? Mm, right. Yeah. That's a good question. It is. Well, Miss Foxy, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So what would your advice be? Go for the bag and keep that client happy and the money flowing. Or say, hey, the client is not really my friend and I want to follow my heart or crush or, you know, whatever it is. Hmm. I can see a good case being made for either, but personally, I'd probably lean towards the crush option. I mean, you can replace a client. But what if your IG crush turns out to be your person? One of the big themes this episode had, and most of the stories anyways, was adventure and taking some risk. Now, of course, I'm not advocating for a risk it for the biscuit like our first dude did and have to run for your life in your underwear. But I love the idea of bringing wonder back into our lives. Lacking adventure and wonder can leave us feeling deflated and meh. So that's my encouragement for us till we hang out next time. Take the little risks so you can experience the moments that you might just be talking about for the rest of your life. Bon voyage, my friends. This is what happens when you are a rideshare driver in Atlanta and ask people for their stories. These weren't handpicked people with great stories. They just happened to get in my car and be gracious enough to share with all of us. And who knows, maybe someday you'll be in Atlanta and need to grab a rideshare and end up telling the rest of us the next great story on BCP. I'd actually encourage you to, every so often, just ask a stranger to share a story from their life. You never know what you might learn. I believe that our stories are powerful. They can make you laugh, cringe, cry, or even get you to think or feel differently. Our stories can truly make this world a little bit better place. So please subscribe, rate, and listen to this podcast and share it with as many adults as possible. It would mean so, so much to me. First and foremost, I want to thank the incredible writers who trusted me with your stories. You're my heroes. Thanks also to all the people in the background who have believed in this project slash dream. All of the music on this podcast was found on pixabay.com and it was free, which is an amazing gift when you're starting a podcast on a shoestring budget.